This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03, middle of the week, Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rob Hart. A Texas-based company is in the business of cloning pets. We'll learn about it in our next segment, but right now, key reports on retail sales and home builder confidence are out today. We'll see what they signal. We're joined by Carl Tannenbaum, Chief Economist, Northern Trust here in Chicago. Carl, thanks for joining us today. In the month of January, Consumer sentiment was considerably lower, so says the University of Michigan, but that did not stop people from opening up their wallets. That's exactly right, Robin. Good afternoon. Sometimes people say one thing to surveys and do other things with their wallets, and January seems to be an example of that. I would note that December had been a little bit of a setback on the retail side, as consumers seem to have front-loaded their holiday spending. But overall, the season was very much a success for retailers. We're all uh, now focused forward on what kind of momentum that consumers can sustain, certainly as their confidence is tested. But I think that because there's still a lot of pent-up savings and consumers have generally not tapped into their credit lines, that uh, spending this year could still be well ahead of long-term trends. Now, is this uh, potentially a sign that consumers are trying to get ahead of inflation with the ethos of you better buy it now because it's going to be more expensive later? We're seeing a little bit of that, Rob. Auto sales in particular last month were particularly strong. Uh, Vehicles have been scarce. Uh, we're still missing a lot of chips that are required to to run uh, the circuitry in vehicles. And when something shows up on a lot, uh, consumers who have been waiting to buy might uh, jump in for fear that it'll be more expensive later on. Uh, that may not be true across the product spectrum. We're beginning to see just those tentative signs that supply chain problems are easing just a little bit. To be honest with you, Rob, as we go into the spring, if the Omicron numbers continue down, I think the price pressure on services is going to take front and center. Just- just about to ask you that because there's a little there. This was a, a, a really impressive report, and yet it was still facing a headwind, and that is Omicron changing people's spending at uh, bars and restaurants and other consumer-facing uh, service uh, sector businesses. Uh, what happens when that uh, headwind becomes a tailwind uh, if Omicron cases recede? Throughout the pandemic, we can almost uh, trace the inverse relationship between spending on services and the number of COVID-19 cases. Uh, Blessedly, for so many reasons, those cases seem to be receding. And so that rotation back from goods to services seems to be in the offing. Uh, That would coincide with the beginning of uh, spring weather, uh, people being freer to move about the country or the city uh, and enjoy things like entertainment, meals out, and travel. Because those three sectors, Rob, 
rely on labor, which also seems to be in short supply. The worry is, is that the inflation pressure, which has been primarily on the good side, could transfer over to services. And then very quickly, let's talk about uh, home builder confidence falling for the second straight month. That's because uh, they're waiting a long time uh, to get stuff to build the homes. As it's been for a while, rising mortgage rates, uh, Rob, are also a factor there. The housing boom, which has been a big story over the last 12 months, may have run its course. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Carl Tannenbaum, Chief Economist, Northern Trust, based in Chicago. Coming up, if you really love your pet, and I mean really love your pet, uh, you may want to clone it. We'll talk all about that. The best daily deal in Chicago, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. People who have a beloved pet may want to recreate that animal after that animal passes away. Let's find out how it works from Melaine Rodriguez, client service manager via Gen Pets based in Austin, Texas. Melaine, thanks for joining us today. Now, uh, your company had a rather famous uh, test subject uh, in, in, in you, you clone Barbara Streisand's dog. That's right, we did. Now, most of our clients are anonymous, um, but Barbara did go public and she announced to the world that she cloned her beloved Samantha, and we did that for her, yes. And how does this procedure work? How do you get the DNA sample, and then how to how do, how do, how do you create this clone? So it all starts with collecting a DNA sample from the animal that you want to clone. And that's done through a skin punch biopsy. So we have a biopsy kit that we send to the client and they take that to their veterinarian. And their vet takes just a few small skin samples from the pet. And then those come back to our lab in Texas and we grow millions of cells from these tissue samples. And all of those cells contain that pet's complete DNA. We freeze and store those cells, and then you can stop at that point with just preserving the cells for $1,600. These cells can be preserved for decades. Um, but if you're ready to move forward with cloning, we'll use some of these cells. We make cloned embryos, and those embryos go into a surrogate mother who will gestate and give birth and nurse the cloned animal until they're weaned. And this is, uh, you, you make this decision as the pet owner, you know your dog or cat or uh, some other animal is uh, is dying and you want to uh, continue their presence in your life and you have the conversation. It's an, it's an end-of-life discussion, basically, with your pet? So not always. It's actually preferred that these samples from your pet be taken while they're still alive. So um, it's a very simple process that can be done while the pet is alive. That gives us the best chance of a successful cell culture. So you don't have to wait until that end comes. The samples can be taken while the pet is having a routine dental cleaning, something like that. Um, that's a great time to incorporate having those samples taken. And some clients will choose to clone the pet while the original pet is still alive, or they may wait until the original pet passes away to clone at that time. And can you do just dogs and cats, or is it uh, the the entire spectrum of pets? So at one point, our company had cloned nine different species of animals. Right now, we're just focused on dogs, cats, and horses. And uh, what's the customer satisfaction? You know, the clone is an identical twin of the pet that passed away. Uh, are they generally pleased with, uh, with the end result? They are. Now, we can't guarantee that the personality is going to be exactly the same. So 
so that's something that we're very upfront with with our clients. There is a genetic component to personality, but they could be slightly different. Um, the DNA is going to be exactly the same, just like an identical twin. And markings can be a little bit different, so they may not look exactly the same as far as markings, but their body structure should be very similar, and they're going to have a very similar temperament and intelligence. So our clients have been very pleased. Well, thanks for joining us this afternoon, Melaine Rodriguez, Client Service Manager with Viagen Pets in Austin, Texas. The website Viagen Pets, V-I-A-G-E-N Pets.com. Up next, how to avoid falling victim to cell phone number theft. Loaning useful information each weekday. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Cyber criminals could have an eye on your cell phone number as a gateway to stealing your identity. Let's find ways to protect yourself by welcoming in Jerry Irvine, CIO of Prescient Solutions and member of the U.S. Secret Service Electronic Crimes Task Force based in Chicago. Jerry, thanks for joining us today. It's called a SIM swap, uh, as referring to the SIM card that's in your cell phone. And tell us how the SIM swap works. So basically, uh, what's happening right now, if you log into your bank or you log into a website, they will send you a text after you log in to confirm that it's you that's actually, you know, logging into their site. They call that multi-form factor authentication, and it's a good thing. However, what what, uh, hackers are doing now is they're calling your service providers, so if you have Verizon or AT&T or whoever it is, they call them up and say, hey, listen, I just bought a new phone and I need to port my phone number over to this new phone. And the, the provider will actually then redirect your calls to their phone. So then when they try to log into your bank because they have your password or something else, they get the text, you don't, and that multi-form factor authentication is completed and they have access to all of your goods. So it's it's very dangerous. Um, and it, the FBI is warning that it's uh, it's happening frequently. It's been happening over in Europe quite a bit over the last 18 months and really becoming prevalent here in the United States. Now, are the cell phone providers, are they ahead of the game here or at least uh, keeping pace with the uh, SIM swap thieves uh, by doing a, their own version of two-factor authentication where uh, if someone does call and say, look, I got a new cell phone, uh, that they call you back and uh, try to authenticate that transaction? Yeah, not really. Um Unfortunately, even if they called you back, they'd be calling the the hacker, so it wouldn't matter. What you need to do is call your provider and say, hey, listen, can I put a PIN or some type of password on my account over and above just, you know, giving you my phone number uh, to make a, a port happen over, right? So when you would call, somebody would call to port over the number, you would have to enter a PIN uh, or some kind of password into the account prior to them allowing it to be ported over to another account. Now there are now, some there are some providers that do that already. For example, uh, if you have Verizon, if you call their customer service center, you do have to provide that PIN before the before that conversation continues. That's correct. And AT and T has a similar thing as well. Some of the other companies don't. Uh, unfortunately, um, some of the passwords and stuff that uh, for these companies, such as uh, at least Verizon, at one point, their password was not uh, uppercase, lowercase. If you typed something in, it was all considered to be lowercase. So it, it's a good idea to put a special character or some other type of, of information. Uh, don't use just a, a word. Use something kind of cryptic with a special character and numerous, uh, numeral uh, numbers. 
to uh, to create your password. Otherwise, it becomes easy for, for hackers to grab that information. And very quickly, uh, Jerry, it sounds like uh, if you have uh, the Face ID on your Apple iPhone, that's a, a good line of defense. Um, yes, for for keeping people out of your password, but it really, you know, in this case, it's that extra pin that's going to help before a hacker could change over your accounts at your provider. Thanks for joining us, Jerry Irvine, CIO, Prescient Solutions, and member of the U.S. Secret Service Electronic Crimes Task Force based in Chicago. Still ahead in Personal Finance Wednesday, what you need to do now before interest rates go up. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is Chicago's all-news station, News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. The White House is asking for more money to keep up the battle against COVID-19. This is Mike Krauser. It has now been a week since the disappearance of a 15-year-old girl from the Rogers Park neighborhood. It's Personal Finance Wednesday. Help to stay one step ahead of rising interest rates and shares of the gaming platform Roblox take a dive following a disappointing earnings report. WBM Business. The markets are lower. The Dow is down 278 points. The NASDAQ is down 167. The S&P 500 is down 32. It's 1231. And topping our news at the half hour, the Biden administration is reportedly telling Congress it needs another $30 billion to fund the fight against coronavirus. A story from correspondent Norman Hall. Two people familiar with the administration's plan confirmed key details of the $30 billion proposal. $17.9 $17.9 billion for vaccines and treatments, $4.9 billion for testing, $3 billion to cover coronavirus care for the uninsured, and $3.7 billion to prepare for future variants. According to the Nonpartisan Committee for Responsible Federal Budget, Congress has already approved $5.8 trillion to battle the pandemic in bills spanning the Trump and Biden administrations. It's unclear how the new request for supplemental funding will fare in Congress. Norman Hall... 
Washington. A 15-year-old girl from the north side has been missing for a week. The details from WBBM's Mike Krauser. Taria Spearman was last seen by her family leaving their Rogers Park home last Wednesday. There has been no contact since, according to Alderwoman Maria Haddon, who wrote on Facebook her family and Chicago police need help to locate her. Spearman is a student at Sullivan High School. She's black, five foot one, 110 pounds. She has braces and a distinctive hairstyle in the picture posted on Facebook. An afro tied up to form a large bun. Haddon asked that anyone who has seen the girl to call CPD Area North Detectives or 911. That's the story from Rogers Park. It's 1232 as the noon business hour continues. Markets are in the red today. We're joined by Shah Gilani, Chief Investment Strategist, MoneyMorning.com. Shah, thanks for joining us today. It seems like uh, the two storylines of 2022 are uh, weighing down on the markets today. Uh, but what is the large factor? Are investors waiting on uh, the, the the Fed minutes or are they reacting to the latest developments in the Russia-Ukraine crisis? I think Russia is taking a backseat to the likelihood of uh, the Fed raising rates in March. And what uh, nervous investors are doing is selling ahead of the possibility of the Fed actually uh, hiking the Fed funds rate by 50 basis points as opposed to what everyone thought it would likely do, which would be a 25 basis point hike. Now, with inflation rearing its ugly head, we're at 40-year highs in terms of the latest um, CPI numbers. And today's uh, very impressive, better than expected retail sales being up 3.8% points to the fact that consumers are buying heartily now, perhaps ahead of what they expect to be higher prices going forward. So that bodes ill for the market in terms of probably the Fed having to raise rates sooner rather than later, maybe more so than investors expect, and now that's starting to filter its way down into expectations. Now, the uh, the these the Fed minutes are from a meeting in late January, and it seems like the Fed's thinking on both interest rates and inflation has changed rapidly in the last two weeks to three weeks now. So is it possible that investors are waiting on, on literal old news? Well, I don't know that it's old news because the Fed has said they're going to be very data dependent, and every marker that comes out, every metric that comes out, they are looking eight ways to Sunday at, and investors are doing the same thing. So I think investors are, are, are seeing the future before them. It's like every time they see a negative number, the Fed sees the same number, and they know in terms of the Fed's credibility, they're going to have to address the spike in inflation, and I think that's pretty much what they're expecting. I don't expect the Fed to raise 50 basis points. I don't think they have to, but investors are starting to price that in. If they raise 25, we could get a little bit of a relief rally. But the biggest problem for investors is there is and has been no forward guidance from the Fed in terms of what it's going to do vis-a-vis raising rates and or reducing its balance sheet. And that's the conundrum facing investors right now, the lack of any forward guidance, um, which the Fed has provided for years now. It's now all of a sudden sort of gone radio silent. Is it possible that there's just so much consumer demand that the American consumer will just bowl right through whatever interest rate hikes are offered up? 
that that's a, a great proposition you put forward and i agree 100% i think they're going to do just that i think consumers are in pretty good condition and i think they're just going to plow ahead nonetheless with whatever rate rises we see and by the way the rate rises we see i don't care if it's 150 or 250 basis points in 2022, that's not going to move the needle in terms of the economy. It, it may slow things down a little bit, but monetary policy has been so accommodative that we are still at pretty close to record levels of accommodation. So any, I would say, 100, 200 basis point rise in Fed funds isn't going to directly translate to consumers. I think we'll continue to see strong consumer demand, and I'll, I believe we'll continue to see inflationary pressures. But consumers... I think as far as 2022, are going to continue to plow through and buy. Thanks for joining us, Shah Galani, Chief Investment Strategist, Morning Money on MoneyMorning.com. Coming up next in Personal Finance Wednesday, strategies to fight rising interest rates. Discussing the news affecting your money. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Personal Finance Wednesday, and it's likely the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates in the coming weeks and months, and that means it could be important to take action now. Let's get some help from Ted Rossman, industry analyst, creditcards.com, based in New York. Ted, thanks for joining us today. If you hear all of the discussion about interest rate hikes in 2022, the federal funds rate, basis points, how does this translate to the consumer who may have a credit card and a mortgage? Well, those are really important consequences there because both have variable rates. So we're talking about credit cards, almost all have variable rates, adjustable rate mortgages are variable. The mortgage one, try to get into a fixed rate if you can, although I'd caution you that rates have already run up quite a bit. They're already up about a percentage point over the past year as the market has really priced in these increases. But still, if you can try to get into a fixed rate while you can, that's better For credit cards, there really are no fixed rates to speak of. The best option there is to get a 0% balance transfer card. These offers last as long as 21 months. You could also try some other debt payoff tactics, like maybe consolidating into a lower rate personal loan or seeking nonprofit credit counseling, or even just those fundamentals of upping your income, cutting your expenses. Credit card rates are really high, so that should be a priority to pay that off. And one solution, uh, you want to say the train has pretty much left the station, and that was uh, refinancing your mortgage. There was a great deal of refi activity after interest rates were cut to uh, practically zero in 2020, but uh, now it, it, it may be too late or not quite. It's too late for the best deals, but I still think that if you have an adjustable rate mortgage, or for that matter, a fixed rate that's higher than the current average, you know, right now, you can get a mortgage in the mid threes. So, you know, if you're much higher than that, uh, or if you have an adjustable rate, definitely look into refinancing. You can lock in that rate because these aren't the only rate increases. You know, mortgages tend to come ahead of Fed actions, but they've basically priced in a percentage point. Well, what if the Fed ends up raising rates a percentage point and a half or two percentage points. I mean, this is a trend that could go on for the next couple of years. So I still think even if you miss the best deals, there are still some good offers 
historically speaking. I mean, going back 10, 20 years, we'd still be saying, wow, these are really low rates. And then what about uh, if you're in the market for doing some home remodeling projects this year and you want to get that home equity line of credit? uh, Is there one line of credit that's better than the others? Those tend to have variable rates. So you're not really protected from the interest rate increases. But one thing that could help you is more on the material side and on the labor side. I do think if you have some big project, like you know you're going to need a roof replaced in the next like six to 12 months, it might make sense to do it now. Sometimes you can get some off-season or early spring season pricing. Uh, we do think that there will be further increases on materials, you know, including lumber and appliances and other things. So, um, you know, we wouldn't want to spend just for the heck of it. But if you know that you have some big purchase coming up, and I think we could say this about cars, too. I mean, even if the price increase is slow, they're still going up. So if you know you need a new car or a new home repair sometime soon, uh, might make sense to get in before these prices get even higher. Well, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Ted Rossman, industry analyst, creditcards.com, based in New York. Join us at this time tomorrow for Technology Thursday. And still to come, what's ailing video game platform Roblox? Lunch money for all generations. This is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Hey, it's a rough day for video game developer and platform Roblox after an earnings report comes up short. Let's check on what's, let's take a look at what's going on with Matt Wren, co-founder and chief tech officer of Bundle AR based in Chicago. Matt, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Are the troubles at Roblox uh, transferable to the rest of the metaverse? I mean... Frankly, I don't see Roblox really being in trouble. They they missed their growth target. They they still grew, <laughs> you know. And so it, it's the fact that they're down this much just because they missed a target. I think this is actually a buying opportunity. Um, that's my opinion. I don't really think this is a reflection on the metaverse. I mean, not in general or not even specifically. Why is it though that uh, that that there seems even if you miss with a new technology, there is a perception that people get very anxious about a company's performance, even if it doesn't grow as quickly as people anticipate when you're dealing with a high, a, a high or new uh, type of application such as this. I mean, there's, there's a lack of familiarity. Roblox, it, it, most people think of Roblox myself. My kids play Roblox. Roblox is a video game that a lot of kids play on their mobile devices. Most people don't necessarily equate it to the fact that it's metaverse, that it's this you know, 3D online gaming community that allows people to go in themselves and create and be able to actually earn from the things that they create in this other platform. So it, it's, it's a little bit of a stretch for people to kind of understand the full ecosystem there, just like it would be in other metaverse platforms. With Roblox in particular, though, again, like they're 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 growing, they're growing massively, uh, they're growing very fast, and they haven't even really started to monetize their platform. Um, you know, they, they, you can buy Roblox, Robux, which is kind of the, the currency within that environment, but they have all sorts of other ways that they could add monetization to that, and ultimately, for for an organization that's growing that fast, there's tons of opportunity. And it's already uh, partnered up with uh, Nike and the NFL, and uh, their CEO in the earnings call yesterday, he did not seem too concerned uh, at all. He just said there are just so many opportunities uh, to monetize the platform. And, you know, just what are some other potential uh, partnerships uh, that could exist, you know, now that they're getting in with uh, uh, athletic companies and uh, sports leagues? 
Well, yeah, I mean, they could be getting in with retail. They could be getting in with brands. They could be getting in with sports. They could be getting with entertainment companies. There's all sorts of ways that they can have partnerships. If you look at any of the other, you know, metaverse organizations out there, like uh, Decentraland has, like Snoop Dogg has a place in Decentraland. Um, and people are looking at buying, you know, the, the virtual real estate just around Snoop Dogg's place because they think that the value is going to go up. Roblox has all those same types of opportunities. They can partner with all these different brands, all these different things that people interact with in the physical world, and they have monetization capabilities there. Well, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Matt Wren, co-founder, chief tech officer, Bundle AR, based in Chicago. If you missed any part of today's noon business hour, we'll have the replay podcast available shortly at WBBMNewsRadio.com and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.